Hello, uh, Play Hard Podcast fans. This is your host, Trevor, um, and I'm joined by my mother, Pam. How's it going, Mom? I'm doing well, Trevor. This is episode number 36 for your information. Ooh, how many? How many? So I guess that's episode number 11 of our second season. Correct. <laughs> nice. Um, so we have a pretty awesome episode today for our 36th episode. Happy 36th episode, everybody. Yes. Um, we, uh, we are going to talk about, uh, you know, we're going to touch base first, um, talk about, you know, random things that happened in our week. And then we're also going to, uh, um, talk about our away game, which are fun trips we've taken. So it'll be a great time. Stay tuned and enjoy. Hi, everybody. It's Pam, and I'm going to Hi, talk- Pam. Hi. <laughs> you can call me mom, Trev. Oh, okay. <laughs> Son. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm going to talk about uh, going to visit our daughter in Columbus. Um, we went on a Sunday to visit our daughter on a Sunday afternoon, and she lives in Columbus, which is about an hour away from us. And we picked up Chipotle on the way. So we had dinner at her apartment. And then um, she and her dog and us went to a new dog dog park nearby. Now, I've never been to a dog park before in my life. I live in the country. Oh, really? Yes. There, I mean, we have dog parks in the in the town nearby, but I've never been. I had no dog, so I have no reason to go. Does um, Frankfurt have them? No, I don't know. Columbus or uh, Chillicothe does, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't know that Frankfurt does. But uh, you know, dog parks for us is just we have plenty of acreage here, so yeah, <laughs> kind of hang out there. But yeah, uh, so this was my first experience to a dog park, and it is one that's under construction. It's not totally done yet, but it is done enough that there are a lot of people there, and I was impressed by the, they had, instead of grass, they had turf, which our daughter said is very nice because the dog doesn't get muddy. And so she didn't have to Mm. feet to clean up when it gets home because it's feet are not muddy because it's been playing on turf and not on mud and grass and whatever, which is very nice. And, um, she took a little bowl and, uh, a uh, water bottle full of water and she would periodically fill, put some water in the bowl for her dog. And of course, then all kinds of dogs came over to drink out of the bowl. <laughs> it was just fun to, to watch her dog Ripley um, interact with the other humans and the other dogs just loves people and loves other dogs and just, and, he, and she's kind of a big dog and um, just didn't matter how big the other dogs were. She was still wanting to uh, play with them and, and uh, socialize with them. And she was just all over the place and everybody was afraid that she kept running over to the gate. But uh, Carly said she always liked to be the first one to sniff the new dogs. Carly was not afraid that she was going to run huh. out the gate because she was not going to leave all those people and all those dogs. No, <laughs> but she wanted to get the first there. sniff as the new dogs came in. But everybody was real afraid that Ripley was going to take off, <laughs> but she never did. So it was fun. Um, and then, um, there was a actually a dog birthday party going on there where they were trying to take pictures of these dogs with hats on. Well, Ripley just thought that was fun to go over and <laughs> be in the picture too. <laughs> so kind of, a uh, had to, had to uh, stop Ripley that. get a hat. <laughs> no, Ripley didn't get a hat or anything, but uh, she, 
<laughs> she was plenty willing to share her water. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it was fun. Um, and then we took a long walk. Um, we started, there's trails there. It's at a metropolitan park and there's trails. And so we took a walk and it was actually, by the time we got back and I checked my watch, it was a six mile walk that we took. Wow. And it was through um, woods and along the river and uh, kind of up and down little hills. And it was just very scenic and very nice. There Does were it bicycles. go by campus? No, this one is downtown. It's downtown um, hmm. Columbus. So it's very nice right along the river down there. It's very nice. And uh, so we had a very nice day. Very, it was a beautiful afternoon. Um, the, the weather was perfect. And um, Santa, we didn't get hot walking, but it was very comfortable. It was just a very nice day. So we had a very nice time. So awesome. And yeah. So that was my touch base. Hmm. So. Well, that sounds like a lovely day. It was. It really was. <laughs> Lots of conversation. So. Mm -hmm. So, um, for my touch base, I'm going to talk about a book that I've read recently. Well, I've read it before, um, and I'm rereading it now because I like it so much. This is actually like the third time I've read it. Um, it's, it is a, um, I guess a self-development book it's called, it's very popular. So I'm sure people have known about it, but it's called atomic habits. Oh, okay. And it is. Um, it's a book about how small habits, um, can make, uh, you know, a big difference in your life. So it, you know, it says instead of like focusing on goals, um, to instead worry about the process, right? Okay. So goals, like, you know, goals, a lot of times have, um, you know, people that first they're, uh, outcome bias. Right. So like, for example, the, um, you know, people will be like, oh, the team that won the Super Bowl set the goal to win the Super Bowl and then they achieve their goal. Well, the other 31 teams set the same goal <laughs> and there's right. no and there's no, you know, there's no correlation between. Them. So you know, the team that won the Super Bowl is the one that, you know, they're they're uh, they set good habits of you know, acquiring good players with good contracts and they practice well and they did, you know, they did the, they did all, all the these things to, get to the goal. Yeah. yeah. So they, mm-hmm. they develop good habits. I mean, that's just one example, but like, and then, um, and it's, it is, uh, with, with setting a goal, it's, it's not good either because like, even if you, you know, you, you set a goal, you don't make it well you're still probably pretty good and it's like a negative connotation when you didn't make the goal instead of um you you know did pretty well anyway so i'm proud of what you accomplished exactly so his 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 point is that habits and the process is how you can reach your full potential so you set a goal for something you're probably only going to get to that goal but with a with a you do habits you do a process you might get higher because you don't have a set end point like you do with a goal. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It's, it's uh, just a different way to look at it. I'm not saying goals are bad. I have goals. Everybody has goals. Um, But yeah, I I really like it. And he, he, um, I like it because it's so actionable. Like there's so many like set things you, you like you can go do instead of just being like, 
you know, in theory, this and this and this, like he does explain all the science behind it all. And like, uh-huh. um, all the, you know, the studies that have said, you know, X, Y, and Z and why this works and how your brain works and all that stuff. But he explains how to do it and how to apply it to your life. Okay. Um, and I've, like I said, I've read it. This is my third time reading it. And it's a quick read. It's only like six hours or something total the whole book. So, um, you know, an audio book, obviously I don't read books. I listen to books. <laughs> Not in pages, they're in hours. Um, but who's the author? You haven't said the author's name. Do you oh, know? I'm sorry, James Clear. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he, I mean, I don't know. It gets into like, so for example, um, if you are very specific with your, you know, you, you, there's a, I'm just butchering this, but um, <laughs> there's a, like, you're, you're naturally have cues that make you want to do things. Right. Right. So you can develop those cues. So, so at, for example, when I, um, every, after, you know, after I brush my teeth every day, I know this is sounds backwards, but every time I brush, I brush my teeth every day, I eat breakfast. So after I brush my teeth, I'm naturally hungry. I just don't even think about it. I just go eat breakfast. You know what I mean? Okay. So, yeah. um, now, like if, you know, if I want to set a cue for, you know, doing something I want, you know, you know, a habit I want to start, um, I will be like at, you know, after I get to work every day, I'm going to, um, read through my emails, you know, okay. like mm-hmm. empty my inbox because it's very specific, like empty my inbox. And so now we're well, not now, but after I do it for a while, it'll become second nature that as soon as I get to work, I will open my email and empty my inbox. So that'll be natural without thinking. Yeah. My so morning routine is very much like that. My morning yeah. routine, I, I don't yeah. usually step out of it, you know? Yeah. It's, Which is great if it's yeah. good, if it's good things, right. but I mean, yeah. bad things too. So it right. works in the reverse, right? If you want to break, <laughs> if you want, if, there's a, if, if every time I, you know, every time I, um, Ate out, you had dessert. Yeah. Well, yeah. If I, yeah. Every time I, um, go to this guy's cubicle, then I pick up a piece of candy out of the, out of the bowl. Well, I'm not going to go to that guy's cubicle anymore. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like (laughs) that's kind of, that kind of thing. So that's just a very small example of how this thing works, but it's, it's really interesting and it's helped me in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, you know, I need tune up every once in a while. So I like reading it again, Mm -hmm. just cause it's, it's good. Very good. Okay. Yeah. So the would recommend again? it's um it is called uh, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Okay. Thanks. Good. I have to read that one. Hello. Um, it is time for the away game segment of the Play Hard podcast. I'm starting it off today, and I'm going to talk about a trip that i took to a uh you guessed it a disc golf tournament yeah you can hear about another disc golf tournament well this this one was more eventful than i wanted it to be um i <laughs> i uh so 
I had just stayed with my brother. If you listen to the last episode or my brother-in-law, you listened to the last episode, you knew that I stayed with him um, Saturday night. And so this was Sunday morning. I got up at uh, like 6 a.m. and drove like two hours to Richmond, Virginia for a disc golf tournament. And this disc golf tournament was at this new course. It is a private course, um, which means that you it's like owned by a company and you have to like pay to play there and you can like pay for a membership for the year if you wanted, like that kind of thing. It was a it was a exclusive course, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was cool that we got to play there. Um and so you know, I play that I I go and to start off, it's like um, you know, typically you have four people on a card, like you play, play with four people, right? Well, this time they stuffed me on a card with five people, which already kind of grinded my gears. Cause I mean, I paid to play in this thing and they're like, you know, making me play with more people than you are supposed to play with, but whatever, it was fine. They were nice guys. Um, it, you know, everybody was fine. Um, but it just made the day, it just made the first round go a lot slower. Um, so we, you know, this course, I'm thinking like, cause I look at, they, they send you like a map of all the holes beforehand. So I had, I had like looked over the map and I saw the holes were like really short. I'm like, this is going to be easy. Like everybody's going to score really well. And so I, you know, I didn't think much of it Well, I get there and it is not like that. I mean, the holes are short, but there is like steep elevation change. And there is, oh, um, yeah. And there's trees everywhere. And there's like, the holes are like, you know, it's not a straight shot. It's like you go halfway down the fairway, turn to 90 degrees, which it's hard to make a disc do that. So it's like, it's very challenging, which I liked. I mean, it was a great course, um, but it was just not what I expected. So, you know, I get there. Um, I don't start off well, which means that I'm, I just, I was in a bad mood and I'm not, not like grumpy, but I just was not feeling it. I wasn't in the groove yet. Um, but I was playing disc golf. It was always, it was fine. Um, I ended up like at one point, I mean, I had a couple of really bad holes and I was like plus 10, which is really bad. Like it's bad. Um, but I managed to string together three birdies in a row, which I was very proud of. So I was like, okay, I'm coming back. Um, so I, I finished, that's how I finished the first round. So I was like, all right, cool. So I'll, you know, I'll come back out. I'll eat lunch and I'll, I'll do well on the second, the second round. So you eat lunch, come back out. The website said second round started at 2 PM. And I got done with the first round at like 1230. So I'm like, okay, hour and a half for lunch. So I go in my car, I had packed a Chipotle burrito. It was delicious. I was watching um, disc golf on my phone, like watching professional disc golf on YouTube. Um, and I was just, you know, having a great time, kind of cooling down. Um, and I was going to go back out and, you know, be ready to play again. It left like 10 minutes, 10 minutes left. So I, uh, with 10 minutes, you know, 10 minutes ago till two, I, check my uh i check to see what hole i'm on and when i check to see what hole i'm on i see that they had moved the tea time back to 145 instead of two oh, no. so i missed my i missed my tea time for my second hole for my second round i was 
fit to be tied. I was so mad. And I didn't, and I, it was a new course. I didn't know where I knew it was a whole four. I didn't know where whole four was. So I just start running towards where I think it is. It turns out that I'm completely wrong. And it's like oh. up this hill. So I have to like, I'm running and everybody sees me running at this big, goofy disc golf bag on my head on my back i mean all everybody knows what happened when i'm running through the course like that so it was just embarrassing too because everybody else knew i was the one that didn't know but in my defense they are all friends like they all were local from richmond so they like talk yeah. to each other i was the the dummy from out of town who just didn't get the memo and yeah. <laughs> so i ended up missing the first hole and getting there halfway through the second hole. So the, the guys in the card let me tee off at least on the tee second off from hole. The, on the second hole? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the first hole, because I wasn't there, I get a plus four score. Wow. Which stinks. Yeah. That really, and I was just, and like, I walk up and the guy's like, oh, uh, you know, uh, just so you know, I mean, the first thing he says to me, he doesn't say, Hey, how's it going? You know, I said, I noticed you were late. What's up? You all right? He says, Hey, just so you know, since you weren't there on the first hole, uh, we're giving you a plus four score. Okay. I'm like, yeah, it's the rule, buddy. I, hello to you too. I just, I don't know. It was like, <laughs> I was already say that my email said two o'clock. It wasn't an email. It was on the website. It was like, oh. I mean, the way the email said it too, but like it was on the website where you're supposed to see the times of everything. Uh. I know. Yeah. I mean, it didn't, it wasn't that guy who decided whether or not it was a it was plus four. I mean, that's the rule in yeah. the, for tournaments. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't have a leg to stand on. It was dumb, <laughs> but yeah, it's whatever. So at that point, I'm like, you know what? I'm already. I was. I just wanted to, at that point. I'm like, okay, I want to beat that guy because I was like, <laughs> I was like, mm. yeah. But I had a. I was way behind to start with, so like I was so mad and i still i threw um i was like whatever i because I, I have a brace for my forehand um yeah. so that because my hurt my arm and i and i was in such a hurry that i forgot my brace but i'm like you know what i don't even care i'm just gonna throw so freaking hard i'm just mad so i think i threw this amazing shot and it soared over the basket out of bounds i'm like oh, oh my gosh <laughs> when it rains it pours it was just it was just a calamity of and i was like i just get i was trying to keep my cool but it was like i was really frustrated and yeah. I, I wasn't like screaming and cussing or anything like that but i just wasn't um it was just really hard for me to uh keep a positive attitude in that situation yeah yeah um I get that i get that so i didn't do very well you know it i didn't do very well at the beginning about you know the sixth or seventh hole i was calmed down and i had like okay it's fine and i started playing a lot better and i did the same thing as before as i i got a bunch of birdies at the end of the round um i did not end up being that guy but i made it very close like i was like within a stroke of him which is pretty good considering he straight started four strokes ahead or no yeah like yeah so it was like more than that really because i like I was mad and I started bad at the beginning. Yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> it was fine. You know, we, it was a, uh, you know, you got to play on an jerk. exclusive course. <laughs> yeah. I got to play an exclusive course. Any day I'm playing disc golf is a good day. Yeah. <laughs> it was fine. It was, it was a, it was a unique experience. Um, I will never forget it. 
I will <laughs> be very, it was, it was probably a good thing that it happened in that tournament because I was not going to win that tournament anyway. I wasn't playing very well. Um, this is a lesson learned uh, for future tournaments. I need to pay more attention to my surroundings. Okay. There you go. So, yeah. <laughs> very good. But it was a, it was a fun trip to Richmond. I like, you know, I like going up there. I listened to, um, you know, the, the book on the drive there and back. So that was fun. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Well, I decided I've been, we've been watching a lot of basketball back in March and, um, it was the big 10 tournament. And then it was uh, March madness and it got me thinking about trips we've taken in the past. So I looked up a couple of them in my scrapbooks and I found two trips to Indianapolis in particular that were kind of highlights. We've gone to Indianapolis many times to watch basketball because the big 10 tournament is often there, but also the NCAA first round is often there. So I thought I would talk about two times in particular that I remember going to Indianapolis for basketball. The first one is the NCAA tournament in 1999 and see Carly would have been nine not even nine yet, but it had been eight. And that would have made Trevor uh, 10 or 11, probably, probably 10, probably 11. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, we went to Indianapolis that year and we just did a day trip where we just drove down and then drove back at night. And we took each of them, got to take a friend with them. And before we left, I set up the, we, um, the house for a slumber party so that they could have their friends. And so we had sofa beds and air mattresses and all that. So everybody could stay overnight. And then we went to Indianapolis, but uh, we watched Ohio state play and I can't remember whether they won or lost. And I didn't put that in my scrapbook, but I remember on the way home from the trip, we stopped at a Bob Evans and we happened to see Ron Stokes in there in line waiting for a table with us who'd also been to Annapolis to the game and Ron Stokes used to play basketball for the Ohio State Buckeyes when right when I got out of college are you and, sure it was Ron Stokes because I remember seeing Clark Kellogg you know Ron Stokes was there because he had been on the radio he'd been on the radio that's who it was I'm sure or maybe Clark, Clark Kellogg. was with him maybe yeah. Kellogg was with him because I saw Clark Kellogg okay maybe but um because I um and while well, they both have played basketball at high state, <laughs> but Ron had been on the radio uh, for 97.1. He's their color analyst um, and talked. So uh, anyway, but it was a, you need, it was we a, need to, we need to talk to, we need to talk to the other people who are with us and, <laughs> and see yeah, which one we, need we to ask that about that. I'm sure it was Clark Kellogg. Okay, I'm not I sure if Ron Stokes is there or not. I don't know who Ron Stokes is, but. Ron Stokes played Clark basketball Kellogg. and he also um, was the color person for 97.1, which is what made me think it was him because he'd been on the radio that night and talked about it. And every time he comes on the radio now, I say, remember that time we met him at Bob Evans? Okay. Yeah, we can uh, we'll talk to dad about it. We'll ask him. Okay. All right. Um, and the other time we went to Indianapolis was the year Trevor graduated from Ohio State and had just found out about his job in Virginia. And well, I think it was before his graduation, but he just finished his finals. And I just happened to get Bell's palsy like that, that week. Um, I don't, I don't know if I mentioned before that I have Bell's palsy and the symptoms were really happened to be really bad that weekend. And we had made plans to go to the big 10 tournament in Indianapolis. And we were going to stay with my um, second cousin, Vonnie and her husband. So we stayed and her and daughter. And so we stayed with them that weekend and we had a good, very good time at the basketball games. But we also had a very good time. Uh, we went to a comedy club in Indianapolis. They had just renovated the downtown into kind of different sections. 
And we had um, a really good time. They lived right downtown and we got to walk to the games and we got to walk to, went to a comedy club, went out to eat. And we just had a really good time visiting my long lost cousin. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was and, fun going to the, I remember the comedy club. That was really yeah. Fun. So, and uh, doing stuff like that. So I always but, love that tournament too. That big 10 tournament is yeah. always fun. Yeah, it is. It's now they rotate it between Indianapolis and Chicago. And we mm-hmm. like going to Indianapolis better because it's walking distance of uh, hotels. And if you go to Chicago, it's out of town. You have to take a bus or a car. Yeah. When you get in a lot of traffic because it's not right downtown when it's there. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, it's a, it was a lot of fun. So I guess Indianapolis um, and Charlie and I have gone there to the Big Ten tournament since then, just the two of us too. But it's a, it's a, a fun little weekend. They have a really nice downtown down there with lots of nice restaurants and lots of places within walking distance. And uh, it's just very nice. You're easy to park and then get around downtown. So it's very nice. So Indianapolis and basketball. Is fun. Yeah. I, I always love that trip. That was a good time. Yes. So, okay. So that is our away game for this week. Hey, that ends episode number 36 of the Play Hard podcast. Um, We uh, thank you for listening and hope you'll join us again next week. Yeah, thanks for listening.